No mai, Heidi Mike, Tane Hotaka, welcome to the panel on RNZ National. A study finds the wealthiest Kiwis pay about 9% of tax once all income and GST is included. For the average Kiwi, that figure is about 20%. That just after four. Also, plans to remove on street parking for some key corridors in Auckland, gone burgers. Why? And are barriers needed along Wellington's waterfront? That on the show today. Also, the most watched host in America leaves Fox in a shock announcement. Fox News alert and some rare good news. The appalling Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, that's the lady with the big teeth who tormented her citizens, has just announced she is leaving office. Tucker Carlson, our panellist views on him, and it's been dubbed the worst weed in the world. It's rife in New Zealand. What is it? And I had a question for the listeners. A friend, not in media, regaled to me. My colleagues have all their earplugs in all of the time. I can't even have office banter anymore because no one wants to. It's the banter where your ideas come from, not listening to wellness podcasts. While working. So listen to a podcast or music while working. Is that acceptable? Text me 2101 or email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me today, Sarah Sparks, founder of Sparks Consulting, serving Cup of Māori equity and justice issues. Sarah, kia ora. Kia ora. Uh, and once again, uh, you're just such... Uh, what, what have I done? What have I done to deserve this? <laughs> what have I done to deserve arguably the best baker in Aotearoa? You are amazing. What am I smelling? The Anzac biscuit. Fresh out of the oven. Fresh out of the oven. Liam, are you hearing this? I I'll am. I'm very jealous. I mean, I, I wouldn't have bought you anything anyway, but... Uh, yeah, I know you wouldn't have. <laughs> you would not have bought me a thing. Anyway, Sarah Kiora, what a treat. And you've just heard Liam here. He's a partner at Freeban and here, lawyers, member of the National Party for, uh, for some reason. That's your words, Liam, not mine. That's what you emailed me. Anyway, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Kiora, Sarah, how are you? Kia ora, hi, great. Very good. I woke up last week... And I thought, this is early for cicadas, and they're very close. Then I realised, hang on, the sound is inside my head. Had I been to a loud concert? Did I go to Counting Crows? Not likely. Is the soft rock I play at home doing damage? Not likely. Do I wear headphones a lot? Yes, I do. What's going on? Is a tinnitus with us is your Associate Professor David Welch from the Audiology Department at the University of Auckland. David, uh, kia ora. Hey, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. And look, I talked to people about this. I was quite surprised how many had a similar experience. How many New Zealanders does or are affected by tinnitus? It's really widespread. Um, we, unfortunately, you know, we, we've never done a really good survey of hearing and hearing loss in New Zealand. So all we can do is estimate. But I think based on international figures, it's somewhere between 10 and 20 percent. It's quite a lot of people. Yeah. Now, I don't know. Uh, you're not a doctor, so I'm not going to ask you for any sort of... Uh, <laughs> uh, all I know is that f- I woke up and my uh, ears were... My ear was ringing, and I got really worried because I couldn't get rid of it. It lasted half the day, and I, it was starting to really worry me. But tell us, uh, Dr. Welch, just what is tinnitus? Well, yeah, it's a, it's a really fascinating thing. It's a, it's a mixture of things, really. 
but ultimately it comes down to activity in your brain that isn't related to sound that's coming from outside. So it's something your brain's doing to make you have the experience of perceiving sound, even though there's no actual sound present. And so usually uh, people experience it after, well, as you said in your little introduction, that usually it's after experiencing very loud sound where the ear gets a bit damaged or where the ear adapts to the loud sound and so becomes a bit dulled when it's um, trying to respond to ordinary sound. Um, in your case, um, what it was, it, it's hard to say. It went away. We do just get that. I beg your pardon? It went away. Yeah, it just goes away. So, and we do get, they call that, uh, sometimes, some people call that something different from tinnitus. They call it, call it transitory ear sounds, that kind of terms like that, which basically means we don't really know what it is, I think. But it's, it's uh, um, your, your ear is an incredibly complex mechanism. Yeah. And the, the um, neurophysiology is very, very complicated. And so that sort of temporary thing where you hadn't had any real noise exposure um, and it seemed to recover completely was probably just a, a, a very normal thing that your ear does sometimes when it's recalibrating itself. Uh, possibly it was to do with having just woken up, it was getting used to the day, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Liam, what about you? You've been to Counting Crows, uh, as you do. You come home, you're in front of the speaker, you, 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 your head's ringing after the Counting Crows. First of all, okay, the, the statute of limitations on that joke is, is over. It was over months ago. Nobody listening gets the joke, so can you stop making Counting Crows you, jokes, you're the one. You're the uh, one yeah. who said Counting Crows was better than Led Zeppelin. <laughs> no, That's I didn't. A shocker. Was, well, first That's of all, such a shocker. Okay, I, I, I'm going to re- keep on repeating like, that whenever you're on. Okay, first of all, it was Metallica, and that leads on to my question, <laughs> right? Uh, is, it, is it just, is it uh, volume and duration, or do... Specific frequencies can they have an effect? Mm. Are there any genres of music that we should avoid? It's much more about volume and duration. So that, as far as we can tell, the the frequencies in music they're all kind of much of a much. It's even with very very different styles of music. Right. So obviously, some some styles of music are much louder. Generally, you know, at a concert they'll play them much louder. That's those are the ones that are more dangerous. Sarah. Well, I, I agree. I'm not a huge concert goer, full stop, for mm. this reason. Oh, and is that I'll, right? Yeah, and I'll never forget being in Sydney, listening to you two, and just being blasted. And I felt really unwell afterwards. And ever since then, I've thought, no. And I love my bird song and bark. So uh, people cannot underestimate hearing and looking after your ears. Yeah. Uh, someone says um, women experience tinnitus during menopause. Uh, any information about that, Dr. Welsh? Uh, it's, as I said, you know, tinnitus is it's a very complicated thing, and yeah. a, a lot of it is related to aspects of your, your neurophysiology we don't fully understand. Partly it's to do with things like anxiety, to do with your emotional state, um, when, you, when you perhaps start to notice it more than perhaps you would have done at other times. I've got a friend, George Dodd, who's in charge of this fascinating room. It's called an anechoic chamber. Um, have you ever been in one of those? No, I haven't. I've wanted to go into one. That's on my bucket list because I've heard oh, about it. Yeah, I've heard about it. Give me a bell and I'll talk to George and, and, and get, you to, get you to have a go in it. It's Are you serious? Place. 
completely silent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would, so I would be honoured to. Can I do the panel from the chamber? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing I, it. I, I mean, I, I, I say yeah, yeah, blithely. We'd have to, we'd have to check with George about that. But um, I, I think, I mean, he, he, he knows so much about it. He's a wonderful man. So maybe you could uh, have a talk to him one time Thank and you. Uh, and convince him to run, run run the panel from there. Amazing. Sarah, you wanted to come in. Well, I've got a question. So just thinking about, you know, um, how you cure it, and Elon Musk has been talking about a brain chip, but saying might be a few years away. What do you think about that, Dr. Welsh? I don't know what he's talking about exactly, um, but the, the, the idea that tinnitus is a response in, in your brain to typically the loss of sensory cells. It works on the same principle as... The, have you heard of uh, phantom limb pain? Or yes. That, that kind of talk? So we, we believe that most cases of tinnitus are when some of the sensory cells in a person's ear have been killed, um, which happens over time, especially when you're listening to loud music. And the part of the brain that would, would normally be getting messages from those particular cells is, is obviously still there, but not getting any messages anymore because the cells are dead. Well, that part of the brain then becomes overactive. It starts to work on the presumption mm. that the, the sensory cells are in a very, very quiet environment. So it turn, turns itself up, makes it stop more responsive. Uh, just in case there's any little sound and eventually gets to the point where it starts to fire off by itself and we hear that, we experience that as as sound, as this ringing or buzzing sound. So what uh, Mr Musk might be suggesting is that if you could artificially stimulate those those cells in the brain, give them the illusion that there is some base level of sound, then you could uh, perhaps knock the tinnitus out completely, which... You know, in theory, I can I can see where he's coming from, but exactly how you do it, I don't know. I, I'm not putting any musk chips into my brain. I saw <laughs> yeah, the, the spaceship explode the other day. <laughs> <laughs> trust is not there. Um, hey, Dr. Welsh, lovely to have you on the program, and I don't know about uh, doing the panel from the chamber, but I would be honoured to. Uh, <laughs> I would be honoured to have a little look sometime. Well, give me a bell and I'll, I'll put you in touch with George. Very good. Um, now, uh, quite a bit on the Kia ora, Wallace. I've had tinnitus for years. I'm elderly. It sounds like a thousand crickets screeching inside my head. Sometimes it is so bad it nearly drives me mad. At other times, it is muted somewhat. I live in a peaceful environment which may make it more noticeable. Um, Wallace, I'm a tinnitus sufferer. have a feeling that the volume of the music in the exercise class at the gym... Uh, has not helped. And someone says, that joke is not old. Keep it going. All right, um, you're on the panel, RNZ National. Sarah Sparks, I've been thinking. Well, I've been thinking about celebrating ethical and sustainable fashion, uh, given it's Fashion Revolution Week, and it's in its 10th year, so it's been going a decade. And also, look what I'm wearing in the studio today, a taonga um, that I found that is... Vintage and it's hand printed in Māori designs. And being the advocate for Tiao Māori, I wanted to wear it today to it show my stunning, support. Can I just say? And and also, mm. it looks after Papa Tuanuku, smaller smaller footprint on the world. And I uh, and also great news today, just quietly about Indigenous fashion with Kitty Nathan being named 
opening New Zealand Fashion Week. So may we see more developments in that area of our people in the fashion sector. Wonderful, Sarah. Thank you. Sarah Sparks there. All right, um, Liam here. I've been, thinking, I've been thinking. I've been thinking about reasons to love New Zealand, um, and it's also been prompted by the changes in Australia or the changes that are coming in Australia, and the idea that people are going to be more tempted to move there and make their home there, given it's got more money and more opportunity and so on and so forth. And quite often, when we sort of look to respond to that, we we talk about the reasons why we love New Zealand, and we make them conditional on things that we like about the country. So you know, this is a we've got great scenery. Um, you know, uh, our politics is healthier, uh, all those sorts of things, which are actually more reasons to like the country or, or dislike it as the case may be. I kind of think, you know, that we should stop sort of defending our country in terms of those specific things. Um, I love my parent. My parent, I've got great parents. I don't love them because they're great or because they were good parents. There are lots of other people who have good parents. I don't love their parents. I love my parents because they're mine. And this country is our homeland. And in the same way, I just kind of feel that uh, if you're looking for reasons to stay in this country, how about because it's your home and you love your home? And, uh, you know, maybe that, that's sort of an out-of-touch attitude, but I really think that's the, that is what real patriotism is. You love something for its own sake. You love it because it's yours. What do you think, Sarah? Yeah. Tempted to go to Australia? No. No, this is my Tūranga Waiwai. Yeah. That's what Liam's saying. Yeah, I there agree. There are other reasons beyond financial. 100%. And it is Year of the Rabbit. Right. Ah, yeah. except uh, if you can't afford to live here, Liam. Yeah. And you want, uh, you, you, you might be in, say, the, let's just pick the healthcare profession, uh, and you want another, uh, what, 18k more. Yeah, well, that's, I, would, I wouldn't leave you this see? country for more money like that. You know, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure in some cases. You wouldn't? There's, no, are you, I, are I you sure? Yeah, I'm absolutely sure. It would take a lot to get me to leave New Zealand. My family would what, have to why? be Tell, tell me why. This, have you is, never this had, is my home. But have you never had, have you never had the urge to just try Australia, to try the bright lights of Melbourne, Sydney? Have you, you can you honestly say right here on the panel that you've never ever wanted to live in Australia? Never. And and I'd love to visit, but New Zealand's home. New Zealand, New Zealand will always be my home. All right. Two one zero one. Text me. You're on the panel on RNZ National. We have Liam here and Sarah Sparks. Stay with us. A lot to discuss, including tax. Just after four.